This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? We got some crazy voicemails today. We have a lot to get into. So I'm very excited to be hitting the Absolutely Not line. And I'm excited to be getting back out on the road. A lot of unknowns with this, though. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've realized I've been sitting at home. I've been saying no to a lot of things because I've been prepping for the road and just I've been working on scripts and all this stuff. And to me, it's it's definitely taken a toll on my mental health in the sense that I feel like I'm getting a little stir crazy, a little like talking to myself in the mirror every morning, just generally um, unstable and unwell. And I realize I need to be out. I need to be seeing people. I need to be doing the most. I need to be entertaining, living in my purpose, as cheesy as that fucking sounds. It's the truth. And I am so thrilled to get back out on the road. And I've had such bad anxiety. I just feel like I've been sitting at home. I work during the day on scripts and then I lay down and fucking watch something that's horrifying. And I, I just can't. I got to live in the light. All of that being said, I don't, I, like, I don't know what is going on. And I got so many voicemails. I didn't even want to play them because we don't need to go down that anxious spiral because we're already in it. But I had so many voicemails about people saying, is this the end? <laughs> Like, what's happening? Is the Delta variant going to take us all out? I don't know what's going on. We have no food. We have no job. Our pets' heads are falling off. You know that quote. You you are Gucci to me. And I just want you to, I, I'm going to say it from Mama Goose herself. I, if I'm in the driver's seat, we got to just take care of yourselves. Keep moving. Keep traveling. Keep doing what you got to do. And be smart and safe. And don't take no shit from no one. I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I almost lost my shit on Jeff because he's making me watch all this scary documentary stuff. And I'm like, stop. I know that the the ocean's plastic. I didn't do it. Y'all fucking roasted me for three and a half years when I wasn't using plastic straws to save the fucking turtles. Eight years ahead of you, brah. You know, I got my, my little Yeti cooler with my metal straw. I don't know what to do. I'm trying my friggin' best but I've realized I've got to get out of this office. 
I need to start being in person. I need to get on a plane. I don't know what the right call is. I had COVID. I'm vaccinated. I wear a mask. I don't know what to fucking do. I hate the virtue signaling. I hate the ignorance on the other end of it too. I hate that I have women message me all day. It's usually never dudes. It's usually women who are like, global warming isn't real. Birds were created by the government. And I'm like, fucking stop. Just so y'all know, I knew about the conspiracy theories eight fucking years ago. And I said nothing. And it's become so out of control that I don't believe them. Because you know what? I don't trust anyone. You know, when you get in this crazy cycle, it's like, I just can't. I, I have, this is what it is. This is a big girl conversation here. I have realized what I consume and put in my mind greatly affects how I am as a person. It affects my walk with the Lord. It affects everything. You know what? You know what Satan wants is for you to lose sight of what's important. Get the job done. Be a good person. Put God first. Bada bing, bada boom. We Gucci. Have we as a society really fucked some shit up? Yeah. Our birds, maybe not real. I've never liked a sky rat. I've never had a pet bird. At this point, you could tell me everything and tell me nothing, and I would believe all of it and none of it because I don't give a fuck anymore. I have decided to be in the driver's seat. And I, what I'm going to consume and put in my mind needs to be happy and wholesome. What do I want to watch? Videos of people who are colorblind getting to see for color for the first time. That's joyful. That's a miracle of life. That's a beautiful thing. Army vets coming home, hugging their children, surprising them at a Friday afternoon pep rally. That's a beautiful thing. Videos of French bulldogs doing zoomies in the yard somewhere on a farm in Nebraska. That's a beautiful thing. Little nonas in Italy making torta della nonna, which is basically the cake of grandma. That's a beautiful thing. I can't wait to see your smiling faces out on the road. You know, that's a beautiful thing. We need a giggle. So this Sunday and Monday, I have two shows in Arkansas. Also, if you didn't get the tickets there, we like didn't really announce it because it's like warm-up shows. I mean, it's the show, but I'm testing out new material. It's going to be fun. It's going to be intimate. I haven't been on a stage in a while. So I'm just excited. I realize the eye is on the prize. I need to be on a stage again, you know, and and obviously um, each venue is being safe and taking precautions and doing what you got to do. But I'm so excited to just be able to talk about this shit and giggle and laugh and be like the lunacy of everything. The fact that everybody thinks they know what's going on and then nobody knows what's going on at the same time. I've said it since day one. This last year has turned everybody into either an asshole, an expert, or an alcoholic. Where are you? I feel like a little bit of an asshole today, but I also have been drinking heavily because I just have like, I got to stop. I I, I got to protect the heart, put on the breastplate of righteousness, armor of God. And I need to move forward. I need to live in the light. Because if we don't fucking laugh, we're not going to make it. You hear me? I had probably 10 voicemails that were like, my mother-in-law called me, said, if I don't get diapers, you know, we've got a week left on earth. Y'all, I don't know how to tell you this. Biblically, it says only the father and the son know the day and time that he will return. Nobody else. So your aunt Linda in Darien, Connecticut does not know. You absorb the information. You say, thank you so much. You know, keep your, mind your P's and Q's, but also be smart. And then you got to lift your head up, live in the light, keep doing you. Go to Costco, you know, get a sample, then use a little hand sandy, but also get some wine, drink it. Because guess what? 
Jesus turned water into wine. Do you understand where I'm going with this? You wanted to try Zumba. Fucking download that video, girl, and get doing the cha-cha slide in in your basement. Go to a Zumba class. I don't know what the fuck to do. Do Zumba. Because God said, you're not going to live in your basement in fear. And he's been telling me in the back of my mind, Heather, get out. Go. Go forth, my child. Bring joy to the world. You're good at one thing and one thing only. Well, two things. You pee very fast in a sharp stream. And two, you're great at making people giggle. Let's fucking go. And if you're one of the people who keeps sending me crazy shit on Instagram, I will block you for my own mental health because I can't stand it anymore. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. Also had a lot of voicemails and I, there were so many that were talking about the same thing. I really probably want to address this before we get into the voicemails. Had a lot of ladies calling about how they've been bamboozled on Hinge recently and specifically that they've been about to go out on a first date. And honestly, going back out on tour feels like I'm dating again. It feels like I got to, you know, I, I, I don't know what it's like. I haven't done this in two years. Do I remember how to do my job? I hope I do. But again, I'm sorry. That was narcissistic. I'm not, not, not to make it about me. But a lot of ladies have been saying, and gentlemen, I had another gentleman caller who said that they've been talking to people about to go out on the first date and then the person will ghost them and just say, hey, um, sorry, you know, I've been talking to some other people and I, this, this one chick and I decided to get real serious. And it's this feeling that y'all keep reiterating to me. I mean, I literally had 10, 10 voicemails about this that you're like, what the fuck? You have 10 other things on the back burner. And that's kind of the hard part about online dating is that they could be talking to 25 fucking people, bamboozling, and then just ghost you because why the fuck not? So it feels like what I'm trying to say is to all those who, who, who called in and said that they're like, this is bullshit. Why am I doing this online dating shit when you could be talking to 25 people and then you just don't show up at, you know, happy hour on Tuesday, you get a text like, hey, I'm here at the bar. Oh, forgot to send you a message. Actually, me and this girl decided to become serious. Fuck you. I'm already here. There's a bar minimum of $15. That No, there's a bar minimum of $40 to put on my credit card. I didn't bring cash. So that means I got to get blackout by myself. So what I'm saying is, if you got to guard your heart and get off the apps for a little bit, do it. If you got to guard your heart and get off the TikToks for your own sanity, do it. If you want to try something new like rock climbing, go for it. Why? Because I'm going to live in the light. I'm choosing to live in the light. I'm choosing to listen to that gut instinct on people, on places, on things. And just, you got to push forward and we got to be smart and we got to be lit and we got to live, laugh, love, but do not allow anybody in your family to buy tchotchkes. Okay? Thank you. I am so sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what this is about, but I've just been fired up today. You know what I love? Accessible luxury. I love authenticity and I love sustainability. I really want to treat myself. Going back out on the road, I'm like, what can I get? I want to get myself a little Prada situation, but I'm not paying full retail price because I've told you this and I've told you this before. Don't be bamboozled by that ticket price. There's no reason why you should spend more on a bag than you should on your rent. But you know what's cool? I can not only get something that's gently loved and worn by going to tradesy.com, but I can have it last forever. And I love that. Here's the deal. They are very authentic, okay? They have really cool technology that can spot and detect a knockoff within 99.7% accuracy. That's friggin' awesome. And if for any reason you're in that 0.03%, which is like, doesn't happen, guess what? Tradesy will make it right with a full refund. So that means it's totally stress-free. So go ahead and treat yourself to something that has been gently loved. You're helping stay sustainable, 
We all know that fast fashion's a thing. And it's nice to know that you could be getting something that's beautifully maintained in gorgeous condition that you can love forever. And then, hey, you can just go to tradesy.com and get a 70% off retail. Here's the deal. If you go to tradesy.com, you get $100 off your first purchase of $500 or more with code ABSOLUTELY. Keep in mind, Tradesy's prices are already up to 70% off, and now they're giving you an extra $100 off. That's T-R-A-D-E-S-Y.com for $100 when you spend $500 or more in your first purchase with code ABSOLUTELY. Come see what your closet's been missing. Visit tradesy.com today. First-time buyers only. Other terms and conditions apply. Visit tradesy.com for details. All right, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. And hey, get tickets. Heatherontour.com. We are going out. We're going to do it. And you know what? We're going to just get, we're going to roll with the punches. We're going to get back out there because we got a giggle. All right, let's get to the voicemails. Hi, Heather, Amanda, and Nashville. I got absolutely not for you. Absolutely not to the phrase, to be honest. Like, are you not being honest every other time you say something? And then when you want to be honest, you've got to preface it with a, to be honest? No. Just be honest all the time. I'm done. I'm over it. Absolutely not. To the, to be honest. To be honest, a lot of people can't handle 90% of the things that come out of my mouth. (laughs) I hear you. It's almost like a tick when you have that friend that always has to, you know, preface everything they say with, uh, no, you don't understand. To me, that is far more annoying. But to be honest, I'm not a big fan. To be honest, it didn't taste great. I feel like I am, I'm so honest in my life, but there are certain individuals in my life that I absolutely have to lie to all the time. And it's not deceitful lying. It's that if I deliver how I really feel about something they're doing, saying, you know, choosing in their life, I just constantly have to walk on eggshells around them. And it's not because we don't get along. It's simply because they're more of a sensitive person. I have a lot of folks like that in my life. So to be honest, yeah, some days I have to say, all right, I'm going to just go with the flow and not ruffle feathers. And then when I really got to get down to the nitty gritty, I pull out the TBH. There's a lady who lives, God, this is scandalous. I'll say this. She's a member of our country club and her, she's not speaking to my mom right now because of this whole HOA debacle. My mom has reached out to her. She's being just a cuntosaurus rex. Don't give a fuck. Fuck her. And she's one of these people who constantly says, oh, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. You're like, hey, let's call her. Let's give her a fake name. Let's call her Judy. Judy, what'd you have for lunch? Oh, you don't understand. I had a chicken salad sandwich, but you don't understand. No, I, I fucking understand, Judy. You just told me you had a chicken salad sandwich. Great. Uh, let me guess. Probably on a toasted croissant with a little Dijon mustard. Nice crisp cut of bib lettuce to give it some crunch. I fully understand. I don't know. Did the chicken salad, did it have celery in it? Did it have like t- toasted pecans? What else was fucking in the chicken salad, Judy? I do understand that you had a chicken salad sandwich for lunch. This isn't rocket science. And this, and I always told my mom, I said, mom, you can sleep with one eye open with this lady because there's something I don't trust there. No, you don't understand. You don't understand, Robin. You don't understand. I fucking understand. So you don't get it. Then, then why the fuck are you talking to me? Why are, why are we having this conversation? There's a lot of phrases like that. I like that. If I'm being honest, I'm always honest, but then there are days where, and somebody has been trying to test me recently in my life where I am cool as a cucumber and will put on a fucking face. Like, here's the deal. I'm a great dramatic actress. I'm also great, you know, not comedic actress. 
But I also know when to put it on and bury my feelings so deep down that I end up with a fucking ulcer because in my life, my father taught me sometimes it's not worth it. You pick your battles. But I've been dealing with a lot of professional stuff on the other side where I've just been stewing and it's like everything is buried so deep down. But when I fucking snap, it's a wrap. We will not work together. Do not fuck with me. To be honest, when I finally, when I say to be honest, watch the fuck out. You know, I'm dumb as a fucking fox. (laughs) When I lose it, it's a wrap. That's a wrap from me. End of scene. Cut. That's a wrap on Heather McMahon because she just lost her fucking shit outside of a macaroni grill because she pushed her too far. Oh, you don't understand. I can fucking be a psycho. And I don't hold grudges. I'm like, whatever, keep moving. Life is short, but I don't fuck around. I don't like foolery, tomfoolery, trickery, deceit, gaslighting, manipulation. I'm not here for it, but I don't know why I'm <laughs> getting into my, you know, my therapy session. But yeah, this, this fucking lady who's just being a bitch to my mom is, you don't understand. You don't understand. They didn't come do my yard. You don't understand. Okay, you just told us. I, I get it. I get it. Oh, God. Also, everyone's the worst. But to be honest, some people can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle it. Some people, you do have to hold their hand a little bit. You know, you need to look at this friend, whomever's saying this to you and say, is that just like the way they talk? Or or do you think they're actually a deceitful person? If they're actually a deceitful person, you're going to hire a private investigator. And I'm talking about a private investigator who drives a Lincoln Town car. You know what I'm talking about. You know what year? 2001. Silver. Not even black. Silver. Tan interior. No sunroof. The guy's got on a real nicely worn in bomber leather jacket, a capri khaki, rubber soled sneakers. But like they look like kind of dress shoes, but they're they're sneakery. Casey's got to dash into the bushes so he doesn't get caught. That's what you do. If you think your friend's actually deceiving you, hire a private investigator and don't fuck around. And you know, every private investigator has some name like Mac, you know, Tony, Buck. B-U-C-K. And you're like, why is your name Buck? Don't ask. Get in the town car. We're cruising. I've never hired a private investigator. I kind of want to. You know, just for like shits and giggles. Also, just to maybe make some of my friends paranoid. (laughs) That is a great fucking prank. Oh my God. Like prank your friend by hiring a private investigator just to make them paranoid. And then they come to you and they're like, oh, dude, to be honest, I think someone's following me. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay, Charlie, relax. But little do they know you hired Buck. You gave him 250 bucks cold hard cash and said, just fuck with him on a Tuesday. That's a really great prank. Okay, this is going to sound really fucked up. I have this fantasy. Oh God, I don't know if I can share this. This is going to sound weird. I, have you ever been on the treadmill or the Peloton and you think about doing something to fuck with people? I don't, when I'm exercising, I don't look at my life in like an encouraging manifesting way. I don't see myself like accepting my Emmy and I'm like, this is for you. You know, I don't think about that. I think of, of fucked up ways I can fuck with my friends. I've always had this like, because <laughs> I think it would be so funny, this fantasy of driving in like a black, like um, a black SUV, right? Like an Uber. You think it's a regular Uber. And then all of a sudden you like stage almost a hostage situation. Don't ask. This is fucking weird. I don't know how we got here. And 
the FBI, and it's like you pay somebody to dress up like the FBI and you have to get out of the car and you tell, you tell your friends, okay, hold on, let me paint the picture. You drive in the Uber on the way to the club, whatever, like, yeah, this is great, this is great. And then all of a sudden, another car cuts them off. We're in a dark alley. They don't know what's going on. And you're like, guys, let me handle this. And they're like, Heather, don't go out there. And you're like, just trust me. I can't tell you all the details, but just trust me. And then you get out of the car and these are hired actors, you know what I mean? And then you pretend to talk to them in a fake language. You're like, and your friends are like, I don't know what language that that is. Is that like from Azerbaijan? I don't know what she's speaking, but is Heather in the CIA? Like, I just want to fuck with my friends for like seven and a half minutes. No longer than that. Because I think their blood pressure would get too high, but I would love to then get back in the car and be like, guys, this is really confusing. I don't know how to tell you this, but you know, I, I'm in, I'm in the special forces. Just trust me on this. You know, then I turned to like my friend, I don't know, Mary. And I'm like, Mary, I need your wallet. Just, just give me your Amex just to fuck with them. I'm a douche, right? Nobody else has that fantasy. And then I kind of, and then like they disperse, no one gets hurt. They just think that now I'm in a powerful position. They think, and I'm like, guys, I can't ever talk about it. They're like, what just happened? I'm like, don't ask. Just this never happened. So they either think I'm in the mafia, the mob or special forces. I think I'd be a great Green Beret. I don't, I don't 100% know what the Green Berets do, but you know what I mean? They're the Navy SEALs of the Army, I think. Let's Google. Well, and just so you know, a Green Beret versus a Ranger. Green Berets are the U.S. Army unconventional warfare apparatus involved in combat, search and rescue, psychological and peacekeeping missions. Army Rangers are an elite light infantry unit tasked with missions like direct action raids Airfield seizure, personal recovery. Oh, so the fucking rangers go in and get your ass. Wouldn't it be fun? Your friends think that you're just, you know, oh, I'm just a Canadian. Little do they know I can speak seven languages, but I've set this whole thing up because I paid a couple Uber drivers, a little cash. And then Buck's actually the one driving the Uber and he's smoking a cig and he's got his soft leather jacket. I'm just saying, anyways, I've gone way too far with this. I just want you to know that that's a fantasy in my head that I've been dying to, to live out. No one gets hurt. Everyone is fucking scared. And then they become scared of me. And that's how you control a power dynamic with your friends. You make them think you're a fucking green beret. End of story. I mean, I have comfortable sheets. I love my Brooklinen sheets and they just stepped up the game even more. You want to know why? Because they created ultra comfy loungewear at a fair price. This loungewear has classic cuts and no zippers for limitless comfort that you can pull off in real life. So you can luxuriate in coziness all day. So side note, the other day I, I ordered from Brooklyn and I got these little pajama shorts. Are they like, it's like loungewear. I mean, I could wear them. To, to, I could actually probably go out in it. And one of the beautiful, soft, buttery, soft matching tops. And I've never felt I've never felt more adorable, more comfortable. And guess what? I know it comes from an amazing company. Bonus points, Brooklinen offers bundle deals on loungewear so you can get more comfort for less money. And if you're looking for more ways to enhance your comfort, check out Brooklinen's candles, eye masks, accessories to properly celebrate your chill. There's no reason to be uncomfortable. But there is a reason that Brooklinen has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. So go on, get comfortable and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com, use promo code absolutely not to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code absolutely not. We love their sheets. We love everything they make, but guess what? Let's try their loungewear so we can be comfy. All year long. Hip. 
this is Jamie from Dallas, really Denton. I'm putting that accent along on a little heavy for you, but thought you'd appreciate it because this is how we talk. All right. And absolutely fucking not for you is you throwing a baby shower for one of your girlfriends and her feeling like she can tell you dot, dot, dot. I prefer not for your sister to attend the baby shower that you are hosting at your own home when you've known this bitch since she was like 12. So has my sister. So what the fuck? You cunty bitch. We will no longer be friends after this baby shower. Enjoy. Absolutely fucking not to people pretending like your family. And then all of a sudden when it's convenient for them and their fucking hormones are raging, they can try to tell you that your sister can't come to your own house. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Please, Heather, can we get a Dallas show on the books? Good luck out there on tour next week. I can't wait to see you. Long time listener. Love you, mean it. Love the mic. Oh, God. The fucking showers. I'm done with the showers. You know, if you won't let me be in the delivery room when your child's crowning, I'm not fucking doing a shower. I'm over it. I'm done. I hate all your children. I love your children, but I'm done. I have desperately begged and asked to be a part of the action, but I've realized this is what my friends do. You have to have a fucking shower for them. You give them gifts. They have the baby. They barely let you hang out anymore. They don't fucking call you, but you're like, I just chipped in with six other bitches to get you a $4,000 stroller. That's it. And then, then your friends later will say, well, sorry, you know, it's hard coordinating with kids. <laughs> I'm here. I can come to your house. The showers have to stop. The reason showers were implemented is you used to have bridal showers because, you know, back in the day, you were lucky if you got a man to take you out of, you know, to bring you up in society because that's how things rolled. So what would you do at a shower? You get your china, your crystal, your fucking party platters, your Tupperware, whatever the fuck you want. I don't know why I'm so fired up about a fucking shower. You know, you get your casserole dish so that your husband, Leonard, that's a very like 1940s name, Leonard, when he'd come home from work and make his martini, wouldn't slap you across the face because the twice-baked ziti wasn't good. That's what bridal showers have been about is self-preservation so you don't have some raging alcoholic husband end up in a domestic. All right, that's not what we're talking about. Whatever, I'm on a tangent. So the baby showers. What's a baby shower for? To give you gifts so that you're prepared for motherhood for then that friend to never fucking talk to you again and say they're quote unquote too busy because they have to go to a their child's tennis lesson and you're like, that baby's two months old. It's not fucking playing tennis. Your question was, what do I do with this bitch because she won't let my own sister come to the bridal shower or the, the baby shower, whatever. You know what? This is what you do. You have, you say, fine, great. You test her. You test this bitch because I already don't like her. She's hormonal. She's got an attitude. I was hormonal when I did the egg freezing. Doesn't matter. I don't like this woman. You say, that's fine. I'm so, you don't want Ansley, my sister to come? Okay, um, that's fine. I, I hear you. I, under, I understand. All right, fine. And then you have your sister dress up with a fake mustache and pretend to be a caterer. And you just have her lurk 
uncomfortably, like make it so that the costume's sort of believable, but also not really believable. But then you, you dedicate it. You do not drop character. You do not at any point, even if your friend's like, okay, this is like really uncomfortable and awkward. Why is your sister wearing like a really bad mustache and like a fake bodysuit underneath that? Like, hi, hey girl, it's obviously you. And you just, you take it to the grave. You dedicate this is your Oscar-winning moment. You do not let this person at any point know that that is actually your sister. You're like, I'm sorry, that's Francesco, <laughs> who owns Baby Bellini, which is a baby shower Italian situation. He's a caterer. He specifically made those cannolis to look like little rattlers. Rattlers? Rattles? Rattles. I'm sorry, what? And your sister the entire time has to speak with a horrific Italian accent. And you fuck with people. That's where I'm at, y'all, with my anger about everything. I'm going to just start fucking with people. If you come, if you ask me to throw you a baby shower or a bridal shower, and then you say, my sister can't come, but can your mom not be there? Fuck you. My entire family, my extended family, out to my cousins who live in Boston, who I don't talk to all the time, but I do care for them. The entire Boston side of my family will be at my house in costume everyone wearing a mustache, and they will speak in a fake language, i.e. I just told you that my fantasy is to scare my friends into thinking I'm a green beret, and I will fuck with you. And that's where I'm at. I haven't had a bridal shower. I haven't had an engagement party, and I'm not bitching that I need this, but are we over the materialism? You know, if you're not going to let me be there to be your doula, I'm not letting you dictate, like Kim Jong-un, who's coming to the fucking baby shower. Everybody knows baby showers are uncomfortable. They are awkward. You've got your mother-in-law there that everybody knows there's tensions are running high. You've got your three friends from college that don't get along with your three friends from high school because they know you used to do cocaine and nobody talks about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people though. I, all my friends from high school are friends with my college friends, are friends with my LA friends, are friends with my comedy friends, are friends with my pap smear friends. Like I, I love to have everybody together. I like a melting pot of friendship. I love connecting. I'm like, oh my God, you got to meet my friend here. Da, da, da. Like I love that. I have some friends where they never mix. They absolutely would never mix their group of friends. And then you expect me to come to your fucking baby shower and things not to be awkward. I know you used to do lots of cocaine, Chelsea. You went to the University of Alabama. And you want me to sit back and look at your friend, you know, Matilda from fucking elementary, who's got an MLM biz that she's trying to hawk on everybody at this fucking horrible party. And my sister has to wear a fucking mustache because you didn't feel like inviting her. Fuck yourself. Wow. I just got fired up. Hey, Matilda, no one wants to buy Monat, Monat, the hair stuff. Do the ads look pretty tempting? Sure. Am I going to buy into your pyramid scheme? I'm not. I didn't want to host this party, but now I'm being forced to. My sister and my cousins are all wearing mustaches and you have no idea this bitch who's about to push out a baby used to do coke. You want to know why? To be honest, this party is all full of lies. So to be honest with all of you, have a registry on Amazon, Babies R Us, some shit. We'll get you the stroller. We'll get you all the accoutrements. And then, you know, when I really want to celebrate you, when I really want to have a party for you is when the, the baby's been out for three months and I actually still get invited to your house. I have volunteered. Please let me come over. I'll watch the baby while you take a nap. Please let me do this. None of my friends trust me. I don't know what that says about 
that people in my lives, I've been asking to watch your children. Okay, did I go too far by saying, if you want me to breastfeed, I'll try it out. I don't care. But do not ask me to host a party for you and then disinvite my family and make them dress up like Italian cater waiters. Fuck you. I'm done with showers. Although if y'all want to throw me a shower for me, I would gladly let anyone host it. Bring your whole extended family. You know, I'm heading back out on the road. And let me tell you, there is nothing worse than when you break a nail or you chip a nail. And the next thing you know, you're like, why? I don't have time to stop. The good thing is I got you covered and I got myself covered. How? With the Olive and June Manny system. It is basically the answer to salon perfect nails at home. I can throw my kit in my bag and I can be on the go making sure that my nail polish looks freaking fantastic. Olive and June polish lasts seven plus days and does not chip. With the Manny system, each at-home Manny comes out to be just about $2. And guess what? I'm going to give you a unique code so you can shop at oliveandjune.com to get your amazing Manny system. Think about your biggest nail issue. You know what I mean? You can't possibly do them yourself. Bitch, you can. You can though. Okay, I don't have time to go to salons when I'm on the road. I don't have time to sit in a chair for two hours. I don't. But I got my kit, my Olive and June kit in my bag and I can touch up in the hotel room. I can touch up backstage and do the damn thing. But guess what? I really don't have to touch up. Why? Because Olive and June nails are fire. Here's the thing. My nails literally have never looked so good and I did it myself. And that's a big thing. It's about me time. Self-care moment. Live in the now and don't have to wait for anybody else on anybody else's time. Here's the deal. And now you can get 20% off your first Manny system with my code absolutely. Get your new nail life it's here and it's here to stay. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code absolutely at Olive and June, Olive like the food, June like the month, oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive bad Mannies. This is the new us, okay? Get on board. We're going to live our best life. Oliveandjune.com for 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code absolutely. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Olivia from Newport Beach, California. And I'm calling um, to talk about my absolutely not, which is absolutely not to men having zero life skills. So last week and weeks prior, I was studying actually for the bar exam and had just a, what we found out was a raging case of mono, super ill, working hard all day. And my sweet boyfriend, who I live with, offers to do things around the house, make dinner, try to make my life a little bit easier but he literally doesn't know how. So one night he screams from the top of our townhouse and says, Olivia, how do you know if the clothes are dry? And I'm like, you're going to be fucking kidding me. And so I didn't respond at all. I stayed silent because I I had nothing nice to say. And so I just stayed where I was. And then moments later, he goes, hello. What? You, you open the dryer. It was, it's truly remarkable. I've had many of those moments recently. And so I just had to call in and let you know, a lot of people have been calling in about this problem. Men just have zero life skills. But anyways, love and light. Love you. Love the podcast. Thanks for cheering us up always. How do you know if the clothes are dry? Open it. Literally open it. Put a hand in. Feel it. This is where we're at. This is... I love my husband so much 
but he got so mad at me last night when he forced me to watch this fucking documentary called Plastic China. It's about these little kids. It's from the point of view of this little girl who basically lives in a mound of plastic at a plastic recycling facility in China. There's five kids. A ba- a woman literally gives birth over a mound of plastic. It is so fucked up to the sense where I'm an action steps person. Jeff forced me to watch this really against my will. I kept saying, can we change it? This is horrible. This is dark. This is so depressing. There's nothing I could do right at this moment to help these kids. I don't know what to do. This is awful. I, I, Jeff, for, for my own sanity, like, let me, I'll make a donation somewhere. Like, I don't know what to do. So then what did I do? I spent the next hour while he was watching the documentary looking up how to adopt children from China. But dead ass serious, dead ass. Do not show me this and then say, okay, we're just supposed to sit on our couches and be fucking anxious. I mean, Jeff's very into recycling and the environment. I get the route he was going, but then he got mad at me for literally like trying to fill out an application for adoption. And not that he wouldn't want to adopt, but he's like, Heather, we, we were, you, you can't do that right now with, with your life. And I was just like, what the fuck do you expect from me? And Olivia, the way that this really, you know, goes with your life is here you are with fucking mono. You're studying for the bar to be a bad bitch so you can get litigious as fuck. And he's trying to be helpful. It was like in this situation, Jeff was trying to be helpful because he's trying to do a lot of research on how he can make sure we don't leave a carbon footprint. But then at the end of the day, this now makes me want to adopt a child. At the end of the day, Olivia, you still have to go down and do the fucking laundry because these guys can't close. ABC, always be closing. ABC, adopt babies, China. We're basically tit for tat right now. And I'm not making light of adoption. I'm dead ass serious. It's been weighing on my heart for a long time. And of course, Jeff was like, listen, he's totally open to it. But I just went in a spiral. I'm like, you made me watch this. What do I want to do now? I want to look into helping. Oh, God, I don't even know. I'm sure it's so fucking scandalous even saying that. Like, you know, when you think about adoption and but it's always weighed on my heart. I'm like, listen, if somebody handed me a, a child tomorrow, I'd be like, this is amazing. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. The whole reason that Jeff and I are not trying to have a baby right now is because I have to work and I need to focus on what I need to do. It's just the timing's not right. But I was like, don't say you want to get involved. And then when I, the only action step I know how to take is to sign up for adoption. Then he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you doing? You know, Olivia, (laughs) mind you, I have like a sinus infection. Jeff, Olivia, you have mono. You have mono. And you know who probably gave it to you? Your boyfriend. How? Hey, babe, babe, how do you know if it's dry? Open it up. Jeff, how do you know how to recycle? Google it. But instead, now I've watched this documentary and now I'm laying awake in bed at night watching adoption stories on TikTok, hysterically crying. Oh, God. Wondering if I need to be the new Kate Gosling with eight children. I know she had them naturally, but you get my point. You know, it's like, I'm a, I am know how to do. Give me a task. I know how to do it. But I have really had to guard what has been going in my mind. And I know <laughs> this is supposed to be funny. And Olivia, thank you for studying for the bar. And this just speaks to such a bigger thing. But it's like, come on, dudes. I said, oh, we could watch The Housewives. We could watch White Lotus. We could watch a million things. We could watch 100 ep- episodes of 30 Rock. But no, we had to watch this depressing fucking thing about China and plastic and how the environment's done and children need help. And what? Are, and then you expect me just to click over to the next thing? Come on. Thank you, Mark, for volunteering to help your girlfriend. But then at the end of the day, she still has to get up and fucking do the job. We vey. 
Also, bad bitch, though, with mono. Can I tell you, I feel like every time I had to take a college exam, I always had strep throat. Always had strep. Always had mono. I actually, I never was diagnosed with mono, but it's been, it's been lingering in the back of the tonsils, you know? And that's why I'm like a little Petri dish. And I'm a little anxious about being out and about. So I've said this. If you see me out and about, I'm going to absolutely be, you know, I'm so excited to be out. But I got to also be smart about it. Fuck, what is it? What are we doing? Is this the worst podcast I've ever recorded? Probably. Love and light. Hi, Heather. This is Danielle from Chicago. Um, just getting to the point here, I um, was recently engaged for four months, short little engagement. And my fiance told me he no longer wanted to be with me. That's its own issue. The next issue is we were both standing up in a wedding in a few months. And he texted me and asked if he could bring his new girlfriend to the wedding as his guest. And you know, it had been a few weeks since we broke up. So absolutely not to um, your ex-fiance of a seven-year relationship bringing his new side chick to um, the wedding for your friend. So absolutely not to that. I wasn't even sure how to respond. Uh, I hope you can get this and unpack this with me because as you always say, lot to unpack here. Okay. Love and light. Love you, Heather. Bye-bye. Hey girl, I am sorry you're feeling this way. And I don't know what stage of grief you're in when it comes to this relationship. I want you to know, I know nobody wants to hear it. And this is not the same thing as everything happens for a reason. It doesn't. But I will say when it comes to relationships that you move past, relationships you move in and out of, you are actually better off in this situation. And I know, I I know you don't want to hear that right now, but you are. Because you know, you first start off as sad. This is heartbreak. You're upset. Then you move into anger. And now I want you to know you're about to enter a phase that's called where you get really grossed out. Everything they do in like six months, you're going to look back and be like, like you're just going to be repulsed. And that's good. That's a part of the healing process. From what I gather from uh, this voicemail, this wedding is coming up fairly soon. You haven't been broken up with them that long. Also, side note, he clearly had this side piece when he, you know, was breaking up the engagement. So that's that. It's fine. I do want you to know you are going to be driving your car one day, windows down, listening to, you know, my favorite Dixie Chicks, maybe a little Shania. I feel like a woman. And you're going to get a flashback. You're going to get just a, a flashback of something he did, whether it was licking mayonnaise off the tip of his finger um, you know, not using a tissue on his nose. There's going to be something and you're going to do one of those, like where you almost drive your car into oncoming traffic because you're so grossed out. You're going to either dry heave and just get so grossed out that you dated this man at one point. I promise you that feeling it's going to happen. And you're going to be like, I am so over this situation. Now, I know it seems like I'm bamboozling a lot of people on this podcast this week because I've been fired up, but this is what you do. You say, no worries, I'll, I'll kosher, okay? And I know you're, that's a hard pill to swallow. Of course, you want to be like, fuck you. Do not bring your girlfriend. You're going to look snatched. You're going to get a spray tan. You're going to buy yourself a new little treat. You're going to get yourself a nice little clutch. I want you to get a Kylie lip kit and just feel yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself like the goddess that you are. And this is what you're going to do. 
You know how I said earlier, I wanted to scare my friends into thinking I'm in the mafia or a green beret. You're going to scare this woman by being nice, by being the bigger person. You could get petty. Yes, you could. But this is what you're going to do. You're going to make her think that your ex-fiance is in financial ruin because you know what's going to send a side piece, side chick running for the hills so quickly is if she thinks he's fucking broke. Now you might say, Heather, he is fucking broke. She knows that. No, 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 no. You want her to think that this guy owes people. Do you know what I'm saying? I want you to get your green beret, your PI mindset, and this is what you do. One of my girlfriends, who's very close to me, she was trying to get her dad to break up with his girlfriend. I was like, this is easy. I'll run into the girl at the bar, say, oh my God, you know, you know, let's call him Jeffrey Miller. Oh God, it's, I can't believe what's happening to him. And she'd be like, huh, what? And I'd be like, well, you know, I mean, he owes like, like $4 million in back taxes. I mean, he, the guy is about to be fucking broke. I just feel really bad for my friend. Let's call her Sherry. I feel bad for Sherry. You know, I mean, there goes her inheritance. That's what you do. You fuck with this bitch and not a, I'm jealous. I miss him. He's gross. No, 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 no. You casually drop. At any point you're introduced, if any point it gets awkward, you just say like, hey, so nice to meet you. You look so beautiful in your dress. So keep it high class. Give a compliment and then you fuck her. You fuck her this way. If at any point in the night you're chit-chatting, you're like, um, so how are you? Great. Where are you from? Oh, Kentucky. Fantastic. Love the Derby. <laughs> just go with me. And she's going to be like, great. I, I know this is awkward. And you're like, oh, girl, it's not awkward. It's not awkward at all. I just... Listen, I just want to give you a heads up. This is, you know, just, just the only heads up. Do not let him put any credit cards in your name. And then just walk away. Just walk away. You're like, don't listen, girl. Um, just don't let him. Oh, God, I don't even want to say this. Just watch your money. You know what I mean? Watch your money. And then bounce. And then you bounce. Actually, don't do it. You let somebody else do it. Hold on even better. You could drop that. If, if at any point you have to do that, you don't say, fuck you. He was a cheater. He was, he couldn't, you don't do that. You just say, don't leave out your credit cards or whatever you do. Just don't let him get a credit card in your name. That to me, ding, 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 scammer. Fucking scammer. Now, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, if you really want to take the high, high road and fuck him and her from behind, you have another girl do it. You tell one of the other bridesmaids, listen, at some point I need you to corner her. I need you just to throw it in there. You get another friend to do it. Actually, this is better because then he can't ever say, okay, she told her I, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in debt. No, fuck that. You have another girl, find somebody kind of unassuming. There's got to be like a Madison in the group. Like Madison, here's the thing. Here's a hundo. I need you to do this. Just go up to her and be like, Hey, I heard you. Oh, you're dating Josh. Very cool. Is this new? Oh, awesome. Great. Where are you from? Kentucky? Oh, I love the Derby. <laughs> and then, and then you're like, oh yeah. I mean, you know what? You're really sweet to stick with him through all of it. That's what you do. No, no, no. That's what you do. You're really sweet to stick with him through all of it. And she'll immediately assume, oh, the affair. And you're like, you know, it's just, I just hope, God, I hope we don't have to go to jail for it. And then walk away. And she's going to be like, huh? And she's going to grab you and you'd be like, yeah, no, I'll go to the Derby. I, again, I said, I love it. So just, you know, call me next May. <laughs> and then she'll be like, wait, what are you talking about? And you're like, oh, I mean, you know, the, the, back, the back taxes. And she'll be like, what do you mean the back taxes? And you're like, I mean, you know, that's why they broke up. I, I don't know what Josh, you, you know, no, you don't even bring that up. You don't say, I don't know what Josh told you because she's already going to go, Josh told me they broke up, you know, because he wasn't feeling it. But literally, if you fuck with somebody and make them think that their new boo is about to go to jail for tax fraud, 
they, you will fuck with them. God, this is so funny to me. I hope you guys are as psyched up as amped up. I hope your nipples are hard. I hope you got a little pep in your step because we are about to fuck both of these people so hard. So then she's going to be like, what do you mean? You're like, well, I mean, it just sucks. I mean, he's a really great guy. You say that he's a really great guy. He really is. He's like the nicest guy. I really think he's a great guy. It's just like when you don't pay your taxes for that long. I mean, it's just, ugh. it's just, it's going to get, it's, it's messy. But anyways, oh my God, we're at a wedding. Let's have fun. See you girl. And then you, you have your friend just peel off, like roll off. And, um, and that's how you fuck with them. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sometimes being as smart as I am, it just, I don't know what to do with this energy. I don't know what to do with the fucking advice. God, why haven't I gotten a $60 million deal from somebody? Where is my $60 million check? Because I don't know if you guys know this, but the advice I just gave was fucking fire. Was fire. Okay, Joe Rogan, I am actually saving the world. And here's the thing. If you ever tell somebody that somebody else is in legal or financial trouble, you know, the bitch isn't going to bring it up. She's not going to bring it up right quick. She's not going to be like, so have you been paying your taxes? Because that's such an, at at a new point in a relationship, that's a really weird thing to bring up. You know, she's going to go to the bathroom. She's going to do a little Google. Josh, whatever his name is, Josh Zimmer. She's going to look See if he, if it says didn't pay taxes for 10 years. That's just the perfect amount of insecurity for her to, you got to say though, he's a really great guy, but you know, I mean, it just sucks. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with the taxes. And then you walk off that way. You're not saying anything bad about him. You're not attacking his character, but if he seems financially irresponsible to the point where he may go to prison for tax fraud, you've just psychologically just set this bitch on fire. They're not going to argue about it. She's not going to go up to him at the wedding and cause a scene and be like, you didn't pay your taxes, Josh? What the fuck? She's not going to say that. It's just going to be awkward in her mind for the next three weeks until she eventually, he's like, you're acting weird. And she's like, I know. And he's like, you know what? And she's like, I know you don't pay your taxes. And he's like, oh, have you been snooping through my finances? I know that you're looking at tax fraud. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then their argument will be about nothing and that will break them up. And at the end of the day, bitch, you will be six months down the road. You will be driving and dri- driving and dry heaving, thinking about him. He'll, gross. Ew. And that's a safe lie. To be honest, it's a great fucking idea. You're welcome. Gotcha. Bada bing, bada boom. This is how you get fuck with people. And I, you're like, well, I didn't say anything. Josh going to call you. Did you tell, did you tell Michelle well, I'm back on my taxes? And you're gonna be like, what dude? Oh God. Okay. Josh, I, we haven't been together in like six months. And you're yelling at me about your taxes? Dude, we don't file jointly. Thank God I got out of that when I did. Click. Drive yourself to an Outback Steakhouse. Get yourself a blooming onion and a sugary drink. I'm talking like a Cosmo lemon drop and sit there and take each little blooming onion peel, dip it in ranch, suck it down and just say, gotcha, bitch. I got ya. Got ya. Oh, so good. Keep your head up high. You go to that wedding. You feel great about yourself because you're a bad bitch. And I want you to know, everything doesn't happen for a reason, but living well is the best revenge and bamboozling a new girlfriend into thinking that your ex is back on his taxes is fucking smart. Go with God. Love and light.
Hi, Heather. It's your girl, Mish, or Michelle, driver by Paul's and Mish. Anyway, um, I'm calling you from Denver, even though I know I have a Southern accent. I'm from Memphis originally. Anyway, I have my absolutely not, which is absolutely not to my therapist ghosting me. We had a pretty good run there for like six months. And then she said that some weird insurance stuff came up and I was going to have to pay out of pocket or I could just wait until she got the insurance stuff figured out. So I was just waiting around and still isn't figured out. And I'm still crazy, still needs therapy. So contacted her, texted her, called her and already have abandonment issues. And my therapist abandoning me isn't really helping that. So, yeah, just out here trying to better myself, getting a therapist, and even she goes to me, just like the boys on Hinge. So, anyway, absolutely not that. Love and light. Here, Miss Sue, bitch. Love you. Bye. Mish. Damn. Okay, this is hands down one of the best voicemails I've had in a while. Okay, let's break this down. You got ghosted from a medical professional that's supposed to provide a service for your mental health. Mish, you have to sit back and laugh. You know this bitch was like, you know she said it was your insurance. It wasn't. She's like, nah, Mish, that bitch crazy. You know, I can't deal with that today. Mish, nah, she's stressing me out. (laughs) I don't think I've ever told this. No, maybe I have. I used to go see this therapist, specific therapist that dealt with like grief counseling after my dad passed. And the entire time I was in there, I would always, and guys, I'm sorry if I've already shared this. I would always try and fix her problems because this woman had a lot of masculine energy and and you can be a mask woman. I'm not saying that, but she would always bring up her husband. And I was like, okay, sis, come on, girl. This is a safe space. You like ladies. It's cool. I run with a strong pack of lesbians. Like it's, we're all Gucci. You can be honest with me. So here I was in this therapy session trying to work out, you know, my feelings of my dad passing, feeling sorry for myself. And I would leave these therapy sessions and Jeff would be like, how you feeling, babe? Like, you glad you talked to somebody? It was like, I'm this close to getting her to crack. I am this close to getting my therapist to be honest and true about herself. He's like, Heather, I think you're supposed to work on your shit. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm Gucci, but I, I can't let this woman stay married to a man any longer. I can't. She knows it. I know it. I mean, my therapist, I, she, it would be like this. She's like, oh my God, my husband. My husband, Danny, he's fantastic. You know, and she had on like a soft, sensible sandal, a cargo short, even had like a tight fade on the back of the neck. Drove a, um, like a lifted Jeep. And I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to, I'm not here to stereotype, but the subtext of the text is, girl, it's okay. It's okay. I know a lot of hot ladies I could set you up with. <laughs> but Mish, enough about me. More about you. Your therapist ghosted you. Wow. That is the ultimate betrayal. And I like that you threw out already on the table, Heather, I deal with abandonment issues. This is it. What do I do? Mish, you absolutely have to laugh about this. That is the funniest shit ever. That is so fucking funny. Um, but getting, getting let go from a therapist Getting, dude, have you ever been, I have, I have been let go from a (laughs) nutritionist. I was working with this like integrative, intuitive, you know, eating person. And literally they quit taking my calls because she was like, I saw you. I saw you on Friday eating Cache Pepe at Storico Fresco. 
fuck you. And I was like, wow, wow, I'm sorry. Okay, this seems like aggressive behavior. And you don't need insurance to get dumped by a nutritionist, but I did. I was like, um, the whole part of your program was no calorie restrictions, don't diet. So I'm not allowed to have a deep dish on a Tuesday? Well, then let me know what the rules are here, toots. Because guess what? It's mixed messaging. And Mish, that's what your therapist did. You've been spilling your abandonment issues, but at no point could she just say, hey, sis, unfortunately, I need to close the practice. Again, to be honest with you, she could lie. To be honest with you, Mish, just some family stuff on my own. And I think in order for me to be a great therapist for you, I need to take a step back and just uh, handle some of my own business. She could lie about anything. That's the other thing. To be honest, when people don't come up with good excuses, you're like, it's not hard to do. You know what I'm saying? She could literally be like, I have appendicitis. I have to go to jail for tax fraud. Like there's a million excuses. It's the insurance. It's the insurance. She could say, hey, I'm going to take a step back for a little bit. Want to do some traveling. I would love to refer you out to somebody else. Mish, you and I both know it. It's because the last time you went to her office, she said, Mish, please, please, you cannot eat a meatball sub in the middle of your therapy session. Last time you almost choked. I had to get a hearty pull, hearty Heimlich, really get underneath you. And Mish, I feel like this woman's probably half your size. Not, I'm not saying that you you know, big girl, I just feel like this, this therapist, I feel like she's a little woman. So she's probably worried about the liability issues. It really probably has nothing to do with the fact that she doesn't want to help you, but she's asked you repeatedly not to bring really choke, choking hazard food. You bring meatball subs, you know, you brought an eggplant parm, you know, that mozzarella. Sometimes it's hard to chew it up. You've choked a couple times in her office and she's just not willing to do that. Put in that much physical effort into your therapy session. So really, Mish, it's not, it's not about you, but it's about the snack choices that you've made in your life while you're trying to seek mental help. <laughs> I have been dumped by a nutritionist. I ended up finishing out my time with the, my wonderful therapist who I would try and therapize because I was just, I mean, it, it made me feel great the entire time I was in there. I would just ask her questions about herself all day. I was like, so tell me about you and Danny. Tell me about what y'all do for fun. And the way I phrase it is, I would say, and I, Jeff and I were, were Gucci at that moment, but I was like, you know, I think I need to figure out a way, especially after my dad died, to rekindle that spark with Jeff. Can you give me some examples of what you do with your husband? And she's like, oh, let me tell you about. So Danny and I, what I do is uh, we like UFC fighting. I get him out in the backyard, put him in a turkey hold, get his legs above his head, crack the L7, and then we fucking go to Buffalo Wild Wings and black out, you know, and I'd always be like, okay, and then you bring a chick home from the bar. Like I kept waiting for her to drop that. So it was hard. It was hard for me to live my truth with her when I didn't think she was living her truth. And that's okay. That's her journey. But it took me out of the therapy session, you know, but then I felt better about myself leaving that session because I was like, you know, and I'm helping her get there. She'll figure it out. And I'll be there with open arms when she's ready to, to talk about it. And then I'll send her a bill. You know what I mean? That's how that goes. Mish, I love you. I am sorry you got ghosted from your therapist, but just know it probably had to do with the meatball sub at the last session and just keep your head up. <laughs> keep your head up and you got this girl. And it's not an abandonment. It's that she's in jail for tax fraud. And that's all you really need to know about that. Guys, I love you. I mean it. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for talking me through my crazy. And, and it's just, we're all trying to figure out what the next move is. The world is not ending, but we have to band together and get our shit together. I will tell you that much. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. 
I genuinely mean this. I've got some cool guests coming up in the next couple of weeks because I'm going to be on the road. So I got, I got, I got to see people. I got to get to know people, and I got to get those interviews on lock. It won't just be me bitching and listening to your voicemails, but as always, call in 800-213-7503. And again, get your tickets Heather on tour.com, the farewell tour, which the irony of this is just, it's too much. Heather on tour.com coming to a city near you. We have some tickets open in some cities, San Antonio, first big theater tour out the gate. We do have tickets left in San Antonio, Heather on tour.com. I will see you on the road. Love and light. Arrivederci. Chabalos. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.